Why is an evening routine even important? Because when all of you, myself included, are back home, you're ready to go to sleep, you're winding down for the day, your body's here, like physical body is right here. But what I find is your mind is not here. <laughs> so where is it? It's still, for many people, still stuck at your job. You're laying in your bed, but your mind is with the activity at your work. Your mind is still with the argument that you had earlier in the day. Your mind is with a project. Your mind is still in your past, how someone hurt you, how someone deceived you, the things that happened to you before. Some people are in the future and we're worried of what are we gonna do next and our mind isn't here in this present moment. Many people are struggling with shutting off. I mean, I think many of you out there are doing an amazing job, trying your best to make a living, to improve your relationship with your families, do a good job with school and work, and everyone is out there putting in the effort. But one of the things that people struggle with commonly time and time again is then they're so invested in the outside world they're so invested in the doing and it takes up a lot of your time so when we do come back home it's hard for us to cut off one of the tips that i always give them is again have a cutoff time when you're out in your daily life do the best you can give it all you got but also then, when you do come back, you need to retreat. You need to recharge. And the way you do that is then pick kind of a time, pick an activity that helps to remind you of, okay, now we're done. Now it's the cool off process. And what I find is simple for our new monks and maybe for you is then shower time because shower time is something that we do in the evening before we wind down. And as you are going to the shower and now getting ready, then use that already to tell your mind that we're shutting off. And when you're in the act of showering, when you have the water on and it's cleaning your skin, just take a breath, <laughs> just close your eyes and imagine, okay, now we're done for the day. Let go of everything that you experienced from the day and wash it off, wipe it out and release it and let it go. This is the most important part because we need the rest of our time to recharge and recoup. So if you can already go into this activity of saying, I'm getting ready to wind down, I'm getting ready to turn off. And what are we turning off? And for us is turning off the thinking part. You've used this, the brain part of yourself so much and it's on uh, overload and it's very active. It's okay because you needed it. But now when you are back home, then turn it off. And now come back to this present moment and then that way you can uh, refresh yourself. Earlier in that evening, just take a moment to reflect on how your day was. What good did you do today? You know, just in this last 24 hours, what good habits did you do? 
How was your meditation? How did you uh, give to other people? All the positive things that took effect as of today. Also then reflect on the things that did not go so well. Maybe there are specific patterns for you that keep struggling um, with it. And today it was challenging and today you were not that successful and it's okay but just reflect on that we don't go to bed just thinking about our problem ruminating about it that's not how that works but really is before we're going to go to sleep recollect the merit just thinking of the good deeds that you're done that you're proud of recall this is the most important part not so much the thinking part but recalling the feeling Collect the goodness that you did from this week. What good things did you do? Did you help your partner and your spouse? Did you donate your time and your resources? What good did you do this month? What good did you do this year? What good did you do this lifetime? And collect it and cover yourself like a blanket. When we have this evening routine, it's kind of a structure and a protection and a training. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba for your mind to come back home. Leave the past. Leave the future and just come back here. The simple behavior that I do believe everybody should adopt is to view ideally sunlight for 2 to 10 minutes every morning upon waking. So when you get up in the morning, you really want to get bright light into your eyes because it does two things. First of all, it triggers the timed release of cortisol, a healthy level of cortisol into your system which acts as a wake up signal and will promote wakefulness and the ability to focus throughout the day. It also starts a timer for the onset of melatonin, this sleepiness hormone or the hormone of darkness as they say. Melatonin is inhibited by light. So by viewing light first thing in the day, you set in motion these two timers, one for wakefulness that starts immediately and one for sleepiness that starts later. As you approach the evening or nighttime and you want to go to sleep, that is a time to start avoiding bright lights of any color, not just blue light. and if possible to place whatever lights are present in your environment lower in your visual field so this would be desk lamps in the evening you really want to avoid bright light of any kind bright light exposure of any wavelength between the hours of about 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. cause a serious disruption in the dopamine system such that in subsequent days you have a disruption in a lowering of mood difficulty in learning There's a cascade of things that happen. In other words, we get punished for light viewing at the wrong times of the circadian cycle, and we get rewarded for light viewing at the correct times of the circadian cycle. Mm. You could be dead exhausted and go to sleep right away, but your sleep quality sh- mm-hmm. because your brain still buzzing from thinking it's daytime and all that stuff. So, that's what I always tell people as I say, 2 hours before you want to go to bed, do everything you can to put yourself in a mental state 
to prepare yourself for sleep. You don't get to decide whether you're a morning type or an evening type. It's hardwired into your genes. We know the genes. It's not your fault. If you're an evening type and you're listening to this, and society, which is strongly architected against your chronotype, we, we reward and we favor the morning types. Um, it is not your fault. It's not a choice. Many owls think that they have insomnia. They don't. They're just not going to bed at the right time because they get into bed. and It's like a teenager whose rhythm has also shifted late. You tell them to go to bed because you've got to wake up for early school start times. But there's nothing they can do because their circadian rhythm has shifted forward in time. It's the same for owls. So what will happen is that they will probably stay awake for a little while. Then they'll get into deep sleep. But then they have to wake up at an earlier time and they will lose a lot of REM sleep. REM sleep for emotional well-being. What do owls typically experience? Depression, low mood, anxiety. If I don't get enough sleep, then I'm quite grumpy. I mean, obviously, I think most people are that way. And, and also, um, like I try to figure out what's the right amount of sleep. I found I could have drop below a certain threshold of sleep. And although I'd be awake more hours and I could sustain it, I would get less done because mental acuity would be affected. So I found generally the right number for me is around six to six and a half hours on average per night. My night routine is very simple. Complete the day and leave no tasks that I have to finish in the morning. Then once that's all handled, I turn off all the lights, I lock the front door. When I walk into my bedroom, the very first thing that I do, I set my alarm and then I plug my phone in, in my closet. We tend to be sleepy as our temperature is falling, getting lower, and we tend to be more awake or waking when our temperature is increasing. This is a biological fact. It is right down to our DNA. And if we are living our life in a perfect way where we wake up in the morning and we view sunlight as it crosses the horizon, and then by evening we catch a little sunlight and then at night we're in complete darkness, we will be more or less perfectly matched to the external or ambient light-dark cycle. Very few of us do that because of these things that we call artificial lights and this other thing that we call life demands. We were designed, literally, our cells and the circuits of our body were constructed to be awake during the daytime and asleep at night. You basically wanna get as much light, ideally sunlight, but as much light into your eyes during the period of each 24-hour cycle when you want to be awake, when you want to be alert. And you want to get as little light into your eyes at the times of that 24-hour cycle when you want to be asleep or drowsy and falling asleep. Every evening before you go to bed, take the time to recollect all the good things that you've done, all the generosity, all the act of kindness, and then reconnect with that proud feeling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.